Welcome back to the Leadership Cheat Code, where we unlock the cheat code to effective leadership. My name is Brian Vaughn, and today I will be discussing five powerful and perhaps unconventional strategies that can help you create a strategic advantage in various aspects of your leadership career. These strategies will provide you with a competitive edge and enhance your chances of success. So let's dive right in. First, we have the strategy of reverse mentoring. Yes, you heard me right. Typically, we imagine the older, more experienced person guiding the younger one. But in reverse mentoring, we flip the script. The younger or less experienced individuals share their fresh perspectives, their tech savviness, or the latest market trends with veteran leaders. This can offer new insights, keeping you updated and adaptable, thereby making you a better leader. Here are three tips for implementing the strategy of reverse mentoring. Number one is to organize regular tech swap sessions where younger employees pair up with senior leaders to exchange knowledge and skills. During these sessions, the younger employees can demonstrate the latest tech, the latest applications, and software that can improve productivity or decision-making. Simultaneously, senior leaders can share their wisdom and experiences, guiding the younger employees on how to apply these technologies strategically in a business context. This mutual learning experience can bridge the generation gap, foster collaboration, and lead to innovative solutions that leverage both experience and modern technology. Number two, create cross-generational trend forecasting committees comprising of a mix of experienced and younger employees. Task this committee with identifying and analyzing emerging market trends, customer preferences, and disruptive technologies. Encourage open discussion and brainstorming sessions to explore how these trends can impact the organization's future. The younger members can bring their up-to-date knowledge and understanding of the latest market dynamics, while the experienced leaders can offer insights on how to align these trends with the company's long-term vision and mission. This collaborative effort can drive innovation, adaptability, and a proactive approach to tackling future challenges. Number three, implement reverse performance reviews where senior leaders receive constructive feedback and evaluations from younger employees. This feedback can focus on the leader's communication styles, adaptability to change, openness to new ideas, and willingness to learn from the younger team members. Encourage an atmosphere of respect and openness during these reviews, ensuring that both parties understand the objective, which is to promote growth and foster a culture of continuous improvement. This approach not only enhances leadership skills, but also builds trust and strengthens the bond between different generations within the organization. The second strategy is called leading from the middle. Many people believe you need to be at the top to lead, but in reality, leaders exist at all levels within the organization. Middle leadership is the art of influencing and driving change from any position, regardless of a hierarchical standing. Whether you're at the top, you're at the middle, whether you're the frontline employee. By developing your leadership skills within your current role, you can influence those around you, create change, and make a significant impact, which can advance your leadership career. So here are three tips for effectively practicing this strategy. First is to encourage and support entrepreneurship within your organization. Entrepreneurs are individuals who act like entrepreneurs within the company, driving innovative solutions and taking calculated risks to solve problems. 
foster a culture that values and rewards creative thinking, initiative, and risk-taking. Identify areas where your organization could benefit from entrepreneurial approaches and propose well-thought-out plans to your superiors. By demonstrating your ability to lead with an entrepreneurial mindset, you can show your potential as a leader regardless of your hierarchical position. Next, in addition to vertical relationships, focus on building strong horizontal networks across various departments and teams. This is critical. The wider your network, the more you connect with others in various departments, not just from a top-down approach, but from a side-to-side approach is very critical. And then learning how to utilize that network effectively helps to enhance your career overall. So forge connections with colleagues from different areas of the organization to share things like knowledge, collaborate on projects, and support each other's initiatives. These relationships create bridges for information flow and collaboration, for breaking down silos, and also fostering a more interconnected and cohesive organization. Demonstrating the ability to build and leverage these relationships showcases your leadership as someone who can unify, who can collaborate effectively, irrespective of your position. It shows leaders that you are taking measures to build those relationships with others, that you are connecting and collaborating and innovating and problem solving with others across the organization. That is critical. Trust me, leaders are looking at those who are outreaching, who are forward thinking, right? Not just those who are complacent in the jobs that they're doing today, right? What, what really sets someone apart for being that next leader? Their behaviors, their attitudes, their actions that people display that showcase that. Okay, so now number three is to navigate the complexities of leading from the middle. There are complexities, right? So your job is to adopt agile principles to make quicker and more adaptive decisions. Embrace a mindset of experimentation where you're willing to take calculated risk and learn from failures. Instead of just waiting for approvals from higher up, waiting for them to give you the go ahead, telling you specifically what to do, identify small scale experiments that can test the viability of your ideas. Rapidly iterate, right? Put together ideas quickly and gather feedback from stakeholders, allowing you to adjust your approach as needed. This iterative approach not only demonstrates your ability to lead with agility, but also generates valuable data that can support your case for change to higher level decision makers. The third strategy is to make decisions in the gray zone. Many leaders wait for a complete clarity to make decisions, but the reality is sometimes there is no perfect decision. Everything's just not black and white. Sometimes you have to operate within the gray zone. So it's best that you as a leader Make the best choice given the data that you have at the moment. Deciding in the gray zone is a skill that differentiates good leaders from great ones. It showcases your ability to handle uncertainty, to take calculated risk, and to adapt as situations evolve. So here are three tips for making decisions in the gray zone. Number one, when facing uncertainty, seek input from a diverse group of individuals with different backgrounds, experiences, and perspectives. Encourage open discussions where team members can challenge each other's assumptions and explore alternative viewpoints. This approach fosters creativity and helps you see the problem from various angles, increasing the chances of making a more informed decision. Number two, in situations where there's no clear-cut answer, consider implementing a decision prototype. 
prototyping is it's a great tool to have the ability to prototype right so this involves you as a leader running small scale low risk experiments or simulations to test the potential choices before fully committing to one and then you can implement countertypes to your prototypes right we can get into this whole thing about prototyping and countertyping and using prototyping to explore decision making and then coming up with alternative solutions that could enhance your first creation or your first prototype right so these types of decision making uh, prototyping allows you to gather things like additional data, uh, identify potential pitfalls, and also to observe real-world outcomes before making a final call. It is a valuable way to reduce uncertainty and increase confidence in your eventual decision. And number three, instead of trying to predict a single outcome, cultivate an option-thinking approach. Identify and evaluate multiple potential paths forward, each with its own risk and their benefits. Assign probabilities to various scenarios and assess the potential impact of each option. By framing your decision as a series of interconnected options, you create a more flexible strategy that can adapt to unfolding events. This mindset empowers you to respond to changing circumstances while avoiding the pitfalls of fixating on a single predetermined outcome. The fourth strategy is called shared vulnerability. Many people view vulnerability as a weakness, but in Leadership, in reality, it can actually be a strength. Sharing your challenges, your mistakes, and learnings with your team fosters a culture of trust, empathy, and mutual growth. Trust me, they know when you make mistakes. They know when you are failing in your role as a leader. So be vulnerable from that. Help Your team can help you through that process, right? There are things, once again, if we go back to reverse mentoring, there are things that your team members can teach you about being a more effective leader. By implementing this type of process, it helps in building resilience within your team so that your team is not afraid of failures and that they can be more innovative through this process. Remember, leadership is not about being invincible, right? It's not about being, look at me, I'm super strong, I got it all together. It's not, that's really not what leadership is about. Leadership is really about how you rise after you fall. So here are some things, three unique and innovative tips for embracing the shared vulnerability strategy in your leadership. Number one is to conduct a vulnerability mapping exercise with your team to encourage open communication and understanding of each team member's strengths and weaknesses. Start by, of course, sharing your own vulnerabilities and challenges as a leader. Then ask each team member to do the same. Create a safe and non-judgmental space, a psychologically safe space for everyone to express their concerns, their fears, and areas where they may need support. This exercise not only builds trust and empathy, but it also helps team members to recognize where they can complement each other's skills and to provide support to one another. Number two is change the perspective around failure by celebrating it as a stepping stone to success. Organize regular fail celebrations and learning sessions where team members can openly discuss their recent failures, what they learned from them, and how they plan to apply these lessons to future projects. By encouraging a culture that normalizes failure as a part of growth, you foster an environment where team members are more willing to take calculated risks and push the boundaries of innovation. Number three is to pair up team members as vulnerability partners or accountability buddies. Each member will have a designated partner with whom they can share their challenges, their progress, their vulnerabilities in a one-on-one -on -one setting, right? So it's like you're creating a buddy system. 
And in this buddy system, these pairs can meet regularly to discuss things like their personal professional goals, their roadblocks and strategy for overcoming obstacles. Having a dedicated partner for sharing these types of vulnerability not only creates a sense of support, but also fosters a deep connection between team members, leading to increased collaboration and mutual growth. And finally, the fifth strategy is adopt a futuristic mindset. As a leader, it is essential to be future oriented and envision trends and possibilities that others do not. This doesn't mean that you need to predict the future. I mean, you're not a fortune teller. Right. So you can't really predict the future, but it is anticipating multiple scenarios and putting strategy into place to prepare for those things. It may never come to fruition. Right. But you're putting things into place just in case this actually helps you as a leader really practice proactive planning. It really helps you to think in the future. Right. Scenario planning. And it also increases your overall decision making capability. Right. It allows you and your team to adapt faster when changes do occur, giving you that strategic edge. So here are three tips for adopting a futurist mindset as a leader. Number one, embrace rapid prototyping for future scenarios. What is this? We talked about prototyping before, but what is rapid prototyping? Right. So it's your ability as a leader to encourage your team to engage in rapid, fast prototyping. We're envisioning the future. They're creating these different types of scenarios that allow them to dig in very quickly, small scale, low cost, quick simulations for potential future situations and really identifying, okay, what is the situation? What are the outcomes that we're trying to achieve? And then what are those things that you need to do in the middle in order to achieve those particular outcomes? Right. So by you as a leader, prototyping various different scenarios, your team can gain valuable insights into the challenges and opportunities that may arise. This approach fosters creativity. It really helps put them in that more creative and innovative perspective. It allows them to experiment on a deeper level and a faster level as well, right? Because it's a fast, rapid prototyping. And it allows for deeper understanding of the implications of different paths. You're not just looking at one path. You're giving them multiple things to consider. It allows your team to identify early signals of change and to learn how to adjust their strategies accordingly, reducing the risk of being caught off guard by unexpected developments. Number two is to establish an internal future think tank, which is composed of individuals who have a passion for exploring things like emerging trends, technologies and societal changes. This group should regularly conduct research, scanning the horizon for potential disruptions and breakthroughs. They can report their findings to the leadership team and contribute to the strategic planning discussion by having a dedicated team focused on the organization where you can be more proactive in shaping the future rather than just really just reacting to external situations and external forces. This initiative also empowers employees to think more expansively and take ownership of the organization's long term success. Once again, I will tell all leaders, your job is to build leaders, not to build regular schmegler employees, right? That's not really your job. Yes, it is to deal with all of the managerial things that you need to do from task oriented perspectives and projects, etc. But your job really as a leader is building other leaders and it's providing opportunities for those individuals to grow in their own leadership capabilities. This is a way to do that. All these tips I'm giving you helps you as a leader, but also helps you develop other leaders. 
which of course is going to lead me into number three, which is really talking about engaging your team to go on things such as cross industry learning expeditions. What is that? Right. We usually focus just on our own industry. I told you I am in the learning and development industry. And a lot of times we just tend to look at our own industry. There are other things that are out there. There are other emerging trends that exist in other fields, other domains, things from emerging trends and technologies and best practices that we could adopt and use in our own domain, our own field, our own leadership role. By exposing your team to different perspectives, they can draw connections between seemingly unrelated trends. It could be, it could be things that they could identify and it could give them fresh insights into your own organization challenges. This practice can inspire creative problem solving and help your team stay ahead of the curve. So there you have it. Five powerful strategies to give you an edge, a competitive advantage in your leadership career. Things like reverse mentoring, leading from the middle, making decisions in the gray zone, shared vulnerability, and adopting a futuristic mindset. These strategies might seem unconventional, but they can help you become an innovative and resilient leader. Remember, leadership isn't about adhering to the tried and true. It's about pushing boundaries, adopting new strategies, and learning to lead from every angle. Stay tuned for more content to fuel your leadership journey. And as always, keep growing and keep leading. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, to unlock your leadership effectiveness, you must master the cheat code. See you next time.